Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I'm Jillian Aurora. And I'm Marie Wallace. And we are your hosts today. Hey everybody, welcome to Braveheart Conversations. Hello. I am Jillian Aurora and my co-host today is Marie Marie Wallace. Wallace. And today, of course, we're going to jump on the bandwagon and talk about coronavirus since that has everybody all up in arms. Um, We just want to address the fears that everybody is having and how we can react to that. Um, Obviously, we don't have all the answers. We're just... We know what works for us. We're in openness of what is unfolding. Um, So I just... I want to talk about how, how do we behave as a collective when we're in fear, um, how can we be solution focused instead of down in the muck and panicking? Be in the now. Yeah, because I know for me, I am most scared, not of the virus, but of people's panic. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a um, little dis- yeah, disconcerting. Yeah, I, I remember in school... Um, my minor was in uh, psychology, and I remember when we studied um, riot, you know, riot issues. It's like, as an individual, those people would never do what they did end up doing as a collective. Um, it's like they lose their damn minds. They're, they just become different <laughs> and people. And they're mean. Sometimes yeah. people are mean or, yeah. And so I think we get to be um, aware of our human potential for doing that and being that way. Um, and and we don't have to be that way. And that's, that's the gift here is we do have some awareness, right, as people. Um, and I know even the people that generally listen to us, like you guys are pretty awake people. You're pretty aware. And and so the gift that we have in this moment is we get to be a light. We get to be the groundedness. You know, when everybody else is losing their minds, um, we get to hold our feet to the ground and hold a space for people to feel the fear, feel the uncertainty, because that's really what people are mm-hmm. so, so scared of is yeah. the uncertainty. We get to sit in that and not know what's going to, I don't know what's going to happen None of us know what's going to happen, but we can be that energetic influence, the calming presence, the um, looking, you know, towards the positivity, towards the things that we do. We are able to uh, control or take care of right Mm -hmm. in the here and now and being panicky is not going to help us come up with any solutions or anything because we don't know and being in fear or guessing what we think is going to happen or any of that has our energy in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. And if we can put our energy focused on what's here and now and in, and enjoying what we have here and now, yep. it's good too. Yeah. So here's, here's what I do know. Okay, <laughs> tell us what you know. What I do know is that all of the times in my life when I have been devastated and I have been in a place of not knowing where the next thing was going to come from, the next place to stay or food or whatever the the next essential thing um those are the times that have created the most space for miracles to happen mm-hmm. when i have it all when i have it all figured out and i'm in self-reliance i love self-reliance <laughs> <laughs> it gets us in trouble <laughs> um sometimes i feel safe right mm-hmm. and um the beauty in not having 
self-reliance in in having the space of I don't I don't know what's going to show up for me but I know it will it will and those have been powerful moments for me when I've had to step out of just relying on myself and and creating space for the collective Mm -hmm. and that is the time when I have experienced the most love you know I love that I'm getting to see right now when people are like I have my toilet paper. Um, mm-hmm. Who needs food? Um, the groups that are forming to mm-hmm. say, I have extra of this and extra of that, or, you know, can I go shopping for you? Those are just so much compassionate. When um, I was a young single mom, I think the greatest event that happened for me, and, and several really wonderful things happened, but the one I remember the best, it was right around Christmas time. Someone put groceries on my porch and a Christmas tree with some gifts for my kids. And I'm telling you, I still remember that today. It's just allowing other people to to chip in and be part of that collective. And and it shows our compassionate side. So yes, not being self-reliant just was allowed other people to give. And it was a beautiful experience. So another time um, for me, an example was, um, I don't know the exact time frame, a year, year and a half ago, you know, after I had um, went through with my divorce, I'd gotten into my new house and like I had a lot of expenses. I had given a lot. There were, there was great cost in following um, what was, what was my next best step, what was good for me. And, um, (laughs) Then I was informed by the vet that my dog needed a really, really oh, expensive yeah. surgery. And I remember sitting in the vet and thinking, like, I love this dog. This dog has been there with me mm-hmm. through thick and thin. They're your family. And I remember looking at him and thinking, I'm going to get you this surgery. I have no idea how, but I'm going to get it for you. And we left, and um, I decided to put a fundraiser on Facebook. And um, I can't even tell you the the emotions that came up, like feeling very vulnerable and feeling very... Uh, it was hard to receive. It was hard to, like, think. Um, I, I owed an explanation for my life and all of the things mm. that... All you know, I wanted to promise people I'm only spending on money on things that I need, and like all of this stuff came up. But but what was so cool is, like that money. There was it was a um, twenty five hundred dollars surgery, and that money was all raised in a week. And I I still remember the feelings that came over me as I just kind of fell into um, this allowance of. Like, I know I'm going to get my dog this surgery. And I could have played it safe. I could have decided to turn to a credit card mm-hmm. for that expense. Um, and that, that would have been a less vulnerable position for me. Instead, I opened myself up to receiving from the collective. And people were more than happy to contribute. And... Um, and I, I felt a, a part of the collective. I also felt um, there was just this, this sense of, of gratitude and togetherness and vulnerability mm-hmm. that I could have never received if I had just figured it out my own way. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, this is a, a more collective example 
where we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how we're going to get our needs met. We don't know um, what's going to happen with the next time we go to the grocery but store. But together, we can do this together. Yeah. And um, it's not like, you know, we don't, we all have something to lose. You know, we all have families to feed or different uh, vulnerable situations. Um, my sister has Down syndrome. She happens to be in the vulnerable um, population where any sickness, not even just the coronavirus, but like any flu or cold is is. And my really sister's in a nursing home, so she's much very harder. vulnerable too. Yeah, so, I mean, we all have our people that um, we're concerned about and that we... Um, we all get to rally around and, and make choices that are going to be helpful for them and protective um, for them. And and we get to have this trust. Mm-hmm. You know, we do the best that we can and we get to have this trust that the universe is conspiring in my favor. Always. I want to address the fear just a little bit because I think that staying in fear blocks us. Mm-hmm. It blocks us from thinking anywhere well, it also keeps us in this self-reliance. Well, I gotta go do this, and I, I'm the only one who can do it, and not allowing, doesn't allow other people to come in and be there for us or be part of that collective, and it it just, it just causes the there's no possibility. Yeah. And in fear, it just blocks us, and we just can't think of anything else. So allowing. Even just the time in the space also gives us time to think of other possibilities, ways to collectively solve a problem. And so one of the things I've seen in the Facebook groups is, is everybody working together to come up with solutions, solutions on how to keep our small businesses running during this difficult time, solutions mm-hmm. for um, people with small children, how to get them the formula, people who have, you know, people with special needs or older people in their lives, how can we collectively mm-hmm. solve the bigger problem? Because me doing it on my own is just one one brain on the on the task. Yes. And allowing other people in our space, we get to have more brains on the on solutions. Yeah, and what I love too is um, when we're in a fear mindset and we're in panic, it's all about me. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I? We're like five years old me? then. Yeah, it is. It's, we go back to this me, lizard me, me, me. brain of you know, yeah, you're a little kid, and. Um, Although maybe not, because some little kids, you know, they don't have oh, this idea yeah, that's of, true. I got to have a month's worth of supplies. Yeah, they like, don't have the fear because they're, like, they're, oh, I they're trusting tonight. of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like when we're in fear, we're like, we're, we're all we can think about is our own needs. When we can relax into this space of I trust the universe, I trust that whatever is happening is for my, my good and my mm-hmm. favor then I can really be in a solution mindset. And I, I have seen a lot of either sharing or people finding solutions about how to keep their businesses running, moving to a more virtual space, mm-hmm. um, doing things that they are able to balance both their own, whatever their own ethical stance is of how they're going to maintain not being mm-hmm. contagious um, and and having... Always um, their their ability to share and be constructive and 
being willing to look at the collective and not just their individual needs. Um, that's, that's gold. And it'll, it might change your business for good. And you have no idea what, what positive things will come from this. The earth might be in better shape. Um, businesses might find a new way of doing things. I've already witnessed how some people hadn't thought of doing their business certain ways. And now adding virtual to it allows them to be more flexible, that people are spending more time with their families, more quality time with their families. So we don't know what benefits will come from this either but mm -hmm. it's just just being open to the possibilities and just being here in the now and what we can do here and now so mm -hmm. that's what's important yeah I think that's super important I think um, I think that we have been we all know <laughs> um, we've all talked for a long time about things how things need to change, right? I think this is a pretty universal <laughs> thing. Yes. In the U.S., you may have different opinions about how you would like to see that change happen. But, but we all know that we want to change. Everybody talks about corruption. Everybody talks about the way the system is broken. Like, that's pretty universal. So, guys, like, this can this be one of those catalytic processes that this shows us when we have challenging things come up whether it's in an individual level or a collective level, when these things show up, it's a catalyst to show us our weaknesses. It's a catalyst and to our, show, show us. us that we can be adaptable. Yeah, and yeah. so what needs to crumble will, will crumble, and we get to trust that whatever crumbles is meant to crumble. Mm -hmm. Whatever was meant to leave our space will leave our space. And... What I also know is that every time something has crumbled in my personal life, it has left a blank canvas for me to paint something so much mm -hmm. more beautiful. And there is a lot of pain in that process. There is mm -hmm. a pain in the tearing down. There's a pain in the, in the transition. But you know, just like I've talked to so many women in abusive relationships, yeah, it's tough as hell to get out. It but is. But on the other side, when people are free, that freedom, like so there is no it. cost that is too great for freedom on the other side. So I think we all get to lean into this process of transition. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know what's going to come about on the other side. All I know is that I trust the divine to create these catalysts that will, will bring us closer to the changes that we want mm -hmm. and that we deserve and that we're capable of. And so, yeah, there's been lots of things in history, lots of things that have been devastating. There's been wars, there's been plagues, there's been genocide. Um, genocide. There's been there's a lot so of violence, there's things. been a lot of illness. And you know, we've always been resilient. We've always come through it. And we haven't experienced those things in quite a while mm -hmm. in this country. You know, we've, we've lived pretty luxurious lives. And um, it's okay to experience some of that pain. It's okay to sometimes be reminded of our temporary stay on this planet. It's sometimes okay to acknowledge how, you know what? I went to the grocery store, I don't know, yesterday, and... I was really thankful for the groceries I got mm -hmm. instead of many previous times just taking that for granted. Mm -hmm. You know, so there are so or many knowing gifts. that we have some of us going to jobs that we have a job to look forward to or um, more family time to look forward to. It's just kind of reframing mm -hmm. what this means to us. 
Yeah. So, you know, a big key for me in facing fear is gratitude. Mm -hmm. You know, I can always go back to what am I grateful for that I have right now. now. Mm -hmm. And, and this can be a great reminder that I have my health. I have a home that I really love. I'm safe. Mm -hmm. I have relationships with people who do love me and care about my safety and my well-being. They are caring and they share with me. And I share with them and like, I'm grateful for those things. I'm grateful friendships for and the family that I have, the fur babies that I have, the ability to feed them, like so many things and so many things that we often take for granted. And so these are all opportunities that we have. We have so many opportunities to lean into the gratitude, to lean into the unknowing. Guys, yeah, life, it's scary, but... life is uncertain. We can't get away from that. And you know, we live a lot of our life pretending that uncertain things are certain. Exactly. It's yeah. So we get a reminder of the truth that life is uncertain. And uh, I was challenged a while back to write an affirmation on my mirror that says, I love uncertainty. And um, that was before any of this blew up. And so I really get to be reminded of that today. I love uncertainty. And um, it's a good teacher. It's a really good teacher. And it's there whether we think it's there or not. <laughs> I like that. Um, we live in a lot of illusion that we we have certainty and we don't. There's like nothing that's certain. So um, anyway, I think that those are all great, uh, great opportunities that the coronavirus has given us. Great it's gifts. a good time to learn and to grow. We have more time and opportunity to, to grow more. And we can at least grow this person, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what we do have you know, an advantage to do and, and an opportunity to do. And, and we can lead in mm -hmm. this particular time. And, that, and that's probably what we're being called to do is to lead and to be confident that we can be there for people in some way, right? We don't have to, mm -hmm. um, just to be there and, and certain for people. Maybe we're the calming presence. Maybe we're the presence that assures them that you will be resilient that you mm -hmm. can get through this maybe it's just being there yeah sometimes it's just being present and there for them yeah another thing i want to address is how fear does change our relationships like if we allow that to be in the driver's seat um what i really noticed is that some people really have a lot of suspicion and judgment and blame that comes up um you know when we see something that bad that happens very often our lizard brain wants to go to whose fault is it yep something Ooh. bad is here whose fault is it <laughs> it's not mine <laughs> <laughs> and so you know i think we really get to be aware of that and choose not to participate in that um when i was at the grocery store my mom and i went to costco the other day and it was interesting to see how people would kind of like make these uh, glares and stares and comments at people who they thought had too much in their cart. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, you know, we don't know. Um, we don't know who has a large family, you know, who they might be helping who, yeah. Who's 
shopping for someone else, maybe many other people. Maybe an organization that's helping a big group of people. Right. Yeah, we just have no idea. We, we need to stay away from making assumptions. Like we, we get to give people the benefit of the, the doubt and generous assumptions. Assume the best of people. Um, if you see someone with a full cart, maybe assume that they're a really helpful person that's out there giving things to people. Um, we don't know. Yeah, are there some people out there hoarding? Sure, but until we actually have that information, um, I think that we only pull it's each other down. It's probably a small percentage of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we only pull each other down when we make those assumptions of people. Um, we get to we get to stop ourselves from being suspicious and judgmental. Well, we don't like that when people do that to us and somehow mm -hmm. we want we want that grace for ourselves, yet sometimes we're not as generous at giving it as we want to receive it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Um, I think very often, you know, when that defensiveness comes up in us, what we really want is we want someone to see we're doing the best we can. Mm -hmm. We want someone to believe that and assume that of us, and we get to offer the same assumptions of other people, especially in times where lack is apparent, because it really brings out this, you know, suspicion and... Um, lack of togetherness so anywhere where that shows up we get to look at those gaps and we get to look at those um those deficits and we get to be the person that starts with us the change always. we want to see gets to start with us <laughs> always right here yeah um and and thankfully like i've seen a ton of that i've seen so many people step up to the plate and give to each other and be concerned about the collective. There's been some really nice people and I think it's like you said being generous with what people's motives and purpose are. Like today I saw at the grocery store um, someone ran into someone by accident and she's like it's okay I know that you you know it was just a small bump it didn't but it was just nice to see people being kind to each other and compassionate and it's a perfect opportunity for us to be that person in that chaotic time, not be that fearful. Yeah, I've seen a lot of graciousness. You know, when I was standing in this long line, oh my goodness, the line at Costco went all the way to the end of the store and then back to Fast. <laughs> the, the door. But it was nice. The people that I was surrounded by, they were they were chatting with us. Like everybody was friendly. an opportunity to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, so um, it, it's not all bad out there, and and we get to be reminded of that. And thank God we live in a time where we aren't just isolated in our homes. We have we have such a great virtual space. We do. Um, we're, I have right now a couple of meetings online, and they've been really wonderful. Mm -hmm. Get to see their faces and still. You know, do those eye hugs, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weird things like that. So I would like to, if we still have a minute, because I'm not sure how much time that we have, but we're good. I would love to, like, do an exercise, to, because I know one of the things that people are feeling is the judgment and anxiousness, and there's a lot of um, things coming at us that we can keep out here. Mm -hmm. where it doesn't have to come into our space. So I wanted to kind of give people an exercise that they could do to um, just to keep that out of bay and to hold that boundary and just kind of be in control of what's here in our bubble. And so I'm just going to have you just, if you would take a minute with me and just kind of close your eyes or just kind of put your gaze down 
and imagine yourself like with your feet on the ground and your your bottom on the seat and just kind of just ground yourself and think about this body that you're in and maybe even just this space that you're in and this just kind of feel where your skin ends right that's a weird thought but just like imagine you know your head and your feet and just ground all of that and then just imagine that you have your bubble just a little further out maybe a half an inch in all directions and then um, since that you're still in your own energy you still have your bubble your space your energy and then move your consciousness maybe even like a foot out you're just a little bit further out on all sides and it might feel that your energy is like a little bit fuzzy but it's still you and your energy and that's your boundary that's your energy space that's all your bubble and then put yourself in the middle of that bubble so you have just about a foot or two feet all around you and then at the edge of that bubble you put some kind of flower maybe a rose or any kind of your favorite flower and that's going to represent where that uh, that boundary is for you and that um, flower can move anywhere around your bubble and um, you're going to call that your permission flower so anything that you want in your space has to go through that rose anything that's on this side of the rose belongs to me anything that's on the other side of the rose belongs to someone else so in my space on this side of the rose I have permission to be myself and to have my own experience however I want to have that experience and then whoever or whatever is on the other side of the rose gets to have their experience and enjoy their world the way they you know perceive it so if there's a scenario like the store or a subway or a place where someone wants to come into my space they have to go through the rose and I have the permission here to to feel what I feel to um, experience what I want to experience and they get to experience what they want to experience and anyway you can open your eyes but that's just a way that you can hold that boundary and that flower can just move anywhere around we have the power with our imagination to control our own space mm -hmm. and I don't know I think keeping anxiousness at a bay keeping fear at a bay and there's healthy fear maybe you know be prepared and to be aware but not to be what's the word I'm looking for crazy panic <laughs> panic yeah. that's the word I'm looking for mm -hmm. but so just you know find a way to keep that out of your space and your bubble and then you can be that energetic influence for the world mm -hmm. I, I think we get to be led by our intuition definitely so, uh, I think there's a difference between being led by fear and if your intuition says you need to go to the store right now and get some groceries that's way different that's such a different experience to me than oh my gosh the world is ending I've got to get to the store right now it's a totally different energy and space and there's a groundedness in that like I feel inspired to do this and often that's I don't a even way know, different experience I don't even know why I just know I feel led to do something right now mm -hmm. I feel led to buy that particular thing or I feel led to give that particular thing away or which means we have to be open 
And, and if we're in that panicky fear, it's blocking. But if we're open and allowing, that's where intuition gets to play the part in things. Yeah. 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 So good. So good. Inspired. Mm-hmm. So um, I hope that this has been a little bit grounding as we all face this together. Um, new and exciting times. Um, I would love to see if we've got any questions. I'm thankful to see all the people that have popped on. Um, kindness. Lynette, yes. Kindness. Share your supplies if you have enough. Definitely. Hello, Misty. Mm -hmm. Hi, Misty. We need to be vigilant for people who are at risk. I have friends and cancer patients, heart patients, etc. And yes, help them, shop for them, pray for them. Yep, we all get to do that she together. She also made a post earlier this week about food banks. If you have mm -hmm. more and you want to and, yeah. and are able to, food banks are a good way for you to share. Yep, that link is shared on my uh, personal Facebook page so mine too um so if yeah if you are in need of food or if you have some to contribute that's a great way to get it out um misty also says help to help to stay safe or help to stay out of fear planning can help yeah planning is Heather good helping I'm others can help you not be in fear so make plans and help others Mm -hmm. And being Presence. present, being present. That's a really important thing too, is being present. Um, if I'm in the future, I don't know what is going to happen and mm -hmm. all of those uncertainty fears come up. But um, if I start grounded, presuming things and it takes up valuable. Yeah. But if I'm grounded, then um, in the present, I get to acknowledge what I have right now mm -hmm. and right now there is no emergency mm -hmm. right now I'm safe I'm cared for I'm in a warm loving space and most of us can say the same thing and we're in that presence of allowing so intuition can show up mm -hmm. yeah if we're in the future it's hard to for her to show up <laughs> absolutely all right I think we are out of time so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up thank you all so much thank for you. being here um, again this is Braveheart Conversations and you can find us either on Facebook live mm -hmm. every week we're here um, on Thursdays you can also find us on Podbean and Spotify if you would like to join us on Facebook and capture our lives each week you can find us in the group Braveheart Conversations that is facebook.com slash groups slash Braveheart Conversations so um, join yeah. us there we'd love to um, have your comments each week if you have questions or if you want to share things if you have stories you want to share those are always nice just let us know yeah I know this is affecting everybody so you know if you have a specific thing you'd like to, us to talk about or you want to share your own stories about coronavirus or maybe even the kindness that you've experienced oh, that would be nice. um, and the miracles that you've experienced throughout this process that would be great I'd love to hear that and share that out so um, with that we love you all very much and we will see you again next week oh if you do want um, if you do want to um, Give us your questions, concerns, comments. Um, you can reach either of us. You can reach myself at defytheaverage at gmail.com. And you can reach Marie. Marie at mariesgold.com. And you can also just find us in the group and sure. leave us your comments or messages there. Yeah. So we love you. Hope you have a great week. Um, stay uh, healthy and safe out there. Yeah, stay healthy. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.